the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, this is Brad Dacus, guest hosting for Andrea Kay for the Andrea Kay Show. Uh, we've got some exciting things to talk about today. Uh, today's show, we're going to talk about something taking place at Border Patrol along the border, and it's something you're not going to expect. It's actually obscene. And we're going to talk to one of our attorneys about what's going on and what we at the Pacific Justice Institute are doing about it. Uh, then we're going to talk uh, to one of our attorneys about a Christian boarding school that may actually be shut down in the very near future for an outrageous reason. We're going to talk about that. I think you'll find that very interesting and eye-opening in the uh, tolerant state of California. And then we're going to uh, talk about a pastor of a Baptist church in Spokane, Washington, who has been arrested and is being criminally prosecuted and... It involves a drag queen story hour. That's all I'm going to say at this point. Uh, we'll, we'll get into more of that. And I know Todd is uh, looking at me and saying, what in the world is, that, is he going to talk about with regard to that? You'll find it very interesting and I think also very uh, inspiring uh, to know exactly how serious it is when we look at the, the assault on religious freedom, uh, parental rights, uh, and our basic fundamental civil liberties Guaranteed under the Constitution. Now, for those of you who may not be aware of who I am and who I'm with, let me just give you a little background so you understand where I'm coming from. Uh, I am a, a constitutional law attorney, uh, and I've been uh, practicing constitutional law now for uh, about 25, 30 years. I, I founded the Pacific Justice Institute back in 1997 with the help of uh, former U.S. Attorney General Ed Meese. Now, for some of you younger folks out there who may not know who Ed Meese is, he served as Attorney General under President Ronald Reagan, and he has served faithfully as Chairman of our Advisory Board and has helped us get this uh, organization, this legal ministry, up and running called the Pacific Justice Institute. We have five offices in California alone. We have an office we just opened up in Spokane, uh, we, not Spokane, Washington, in Salem, Oregon, and then we also opened an office uh, up in Seattle, Washington, with full-time attorneys defending religious freedom, parental rights, the sanctity of human life, completely without charge. We presently have over 40 cases in active litigation. Right now, as we speak, over 40 cases in active litigation. Uh, We only charge actually $1, so technically we do charge $1, that's it. And we take cases all the way up to the Supreme Court if necessary, defending real important uh, issues involving fundamental uh, civil rights and our constitutional uh, liberties that need to be protected. We've got uh, a lot of people we help, hundreds and hundreds, uh, not just in California, but also outside of California. We have a network of over 800 volunteer affiliate attorneys. Now, <laughs> I know what some of you are thinking. 
You're thinking, wait a minute, affiliate attorneys are volunteers? Volunteer and attorney in the same sentence? Yes, miracles happen. Uh, we've got them, and they're great attorneys doing a, a fantastic job standing up for civil liberties across the United States without charge. And one thing that makes us very unique, because people ask this question all the time, aren't you, are you similar to such and such, or do you work with such and such? Well, we work with everyone out there. But what makes us unique as a legal ministry, the Pacific Justice Institute, uh, one of the things is that we work hard to make sure that everyone gets help, that no one is left on the side of the road. We don't just cherry-pick the high-profile cases. So that takes a lot of work, and we do it, and we do it joyfully as, uh, and gratefully to have the opportunity to do that. And we also are very appreciative of those of you out there uh, who actually support our work, or also those of you who keep, uh, keep up with our cases uh, right off the bat, I'm going to tell you, if you want to keep up with our cases, go to our website. It's simply pacificjustice.org, pacificjustice.org, and there you can sign up to get our legal insider uh, update. It's once a week, short, emailed. I think you'll find it very eye-opening and very empowering. Once again, that's pacificjustice.org, pacificjustice.org. Now, before we get into today's show, I do want to highlight something of concern that really bothers me in a very serious way, and that is what's taking place in California public schools. Now, I know you thought, oh, great, I've heard something negative about California public schools. Well, this is far beyond anything that we have ever seen in California history. We've had, it's called, it's called the California Healthy Youth Act. And what it does is it reshapes, quote, sex education to be much more than just sex education. It uh, prescribes things that I can't even talk about on this show. Uh, for the FCC regulation purposes. I would, I would not be able to talk about the show. Yet that is what is being pushed in our public schools. Uh, they're also bringing in outside groups now, like Planned Parenthood as being recommended uh, to... It's like the wolf coming in to guard the sheep. when they, they're, they're brought in to talk about sexual health. They are the last people uh, to talk about sexual health when 86% of their net revenue comes separate from what they get from the government comes from one thing, and that is the abortion mill industry. So that's a problem. But then we have also kids in the senior level being taught that, uh, that there's something called spiritual abuse. That's right, spiritual abuse. That's where the curriculum tells these students that, hey, if your parents decide to tell you that you can't have sexual relations with different students than of the same sex, opposite sex, whatever, then, and that's confining you and the relationship and the feelings that you have for someone else, then that's spiritual abuse. Now, I want to tell you how serious this is, because if, if they're pushing this out as abuse, abuse, folks, is, is grounds for the permanent taking of a child from a family. And we at the Pacific Justice have been delving into that. We, we defend parents all the time without charge, 24-7, we give emergency counsel to parents who have social workers knocking on their door, threatening to take their kids, and they do it all the time. In this listening audience, I once had a pastor and his wife call me because a social worker was coming the next day to investigate the family because their, their kid in junior high, a girl, decided that she wanted to be a boy, and the teacher had her talk to the school counselor who then reported to the social worker. The social worker was investigating to make sure that the family was going to be affirmative and not have her go to counsel or anything like that, but affirmative and supportive of this life-changing decision by this young uh, adolescent 13-year-old thir- uh, girl. 
Well, that would, could have been a disaster. The parents called us the, the day before this happened. We gave them exactly what to say. Well, fast forward. Now we have spiritual abuse being indoctrinated, being pushed in our children in public schools through the California Health Youth Act. And then we have this new thing called the uh, health uh, the healthcare curriculum. Uh, it's being pushed out. It's recommended, but it's really mandated because every textbook company in the country selling wares to California, do you think they're going to have something that's not uh, in the recommendations? Of course it's going to be included. So this is coming to a public school near you, and it talks about all kinds of outrageous things that I was stunned to see. And I went to – look, I wasn't raised in a little tiny uh, private school in a, in a little town in Texas. No, I went to – I had public education all my life, from kindergarten all the way through law school at the University of Texas School of Austin. So I've been exposed to quite a bit. This was shocking. Uh, what they talk about abstinence, instead of it being abstinence from all sexual activity – What they talk about is engaging in sexual activities that doesn't get the other person pregnant. That is what they call abstinence, and it's coming to a public school near you. Also, all the way down to the kindergarten level, they're going to be bringing in people uh, with the LGBTQ uh, agenda, talking to young children. And, hey, you know, we should have public schools that are very sensitive to to all kids and uh, kids who have different parents and different kind of parent backgrounds, uh, that's a a, a no-brainer. But that doesn't mean that we should be insensitive to the diversity of parents who have their child in trust there in that kindergarten, in that that first grade, second grade, and in comes uh, two individuals with uh, a sexual lifestyle and relationship that is totally divergent, or or sexual identity that is totally divergent to what they feel their child should be exposed to, much less the fact that psychologists have come out and said this is outright harmful to children. So that's what we're dealing with, folks, in California. I strongly encourage you uh, to be equipped and be aware of it. If you want to keep up with this and be aware of what's going on, uh, I encourage you to go to our website, pacificjustice.org, pacificjustice.org. Click Resources for Parents. You'll find some great stuff there, including opt-out forms, that you can use to partially protect your kids, not completely, but partially protect your children. If you have a child in a public school or a charter school in California or even in other states, uh, we have that available free of charge right now on our website, pacificjustice.org. You can also download a free book called Reclaim Your School, Reclaim Your School, Strategies to Practically and Legally Evangelize Public Schools about proactive things, not just reactive, but proactive things you can do particularly if you have a school district that is actually parent-friendly. Now, I wish most of them were. Most of them are not. But if you've got one that is, this is a great resource that has some great ideas in it for the teachers, for the parents, students, youth ministers, and school board members and things they can do that they can adopt uh, to make a real positive, proactive difference. Once again, that is uh, pacificjustice.org. That's pacificjustice.org. Uh, Once again, on today's show, we're going to be talking about something obscene happening to the Border Patrol. You're going to definitely want to listen to that. And uh, a private Christian boarding school that's about to be shut down for outrageous reasons. And a pastor being criminally prosecuted at a drag queen story hour event in a public library. 
You're definitely going to want to stay tuned for that. Uh, once again, this is Brad Dacus, guest hosting for the Andrea K Show. Come right back, and we're going to talk about some great and new topics that uh, you're definitely going to want to be aware of. AM 1170, The Answer. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea K here, recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Hi, this is Marty Schneider, host of The Word on Wealth Heard weekdays at 2 p.m. If you're looking for intelligent and conservative answers, you can find them right here on The Answer San Diego. If you live in North County, you can hear those answers on FM 96.1 and still on AM 1170 when in San Diego. That means you get Hewitt, Gallagher, Prager, Gorka, Elder, Kay, Horn, Walsh, and me, Marty Schneider, on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. We are The Answer San Diego. Did you know that a battery-powered AM-FM radio at home is still your best way to stay informed if an earthquake or other natural disaster strikes your community? Even if all power is lost, a battery-powered radio will work. Make sure you keep informed even if all power is gone. Get a battery-powered radio now. The Southern California Broadcasters Association reminds you to keep working AM-FM radios in your home. Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Sylvia taught school for 25 years before retiring and traveling the world with her beloved husband before he passed. My kids put me in here, and I thought, oh, great, they've shuffled me off. But after I got here, the people were so wonderful. Sylvia found the perfect place where she could meet new friends and enjoy the activities. I enjoy the card games. If I win anything, (laughs) if I don't win anything, I don't enjoy as much, but I do enjoy the activities and there's a nice variety so you don't get tired or bored. Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one. You're invited to take a tour, see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing, and join them for lunch. Visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. Call 619-464-CARE. It's no secret that we have bad water in San Diego. Strange odors, chlorine taste, new disinfectants. You get the picture. What you need is Superior Water's Waterboy Whole House System. It removes all the harmful stuff, descales, lime scale buildup, and leaves you with fresh-tasting mountain spring water from every tap. Superior Water launched their company right here on KCBQ over 20 years ago. Now they're offering the answer Waterboy Discount. 
$500 off any Waterboy whole house system. Call 1-800-WATERBOY today for a free estimate and water test. The Waterboy also extends the life of your appliances and even improves dry skin. The Waterboy has five-star ratings and is maintenance-free with the best warranty in the business. Call 1-800-WATERBOY and ask for the Answer Waterboy discount. That's 1-800-WATERBOY or visit superiorwater.com. And remember, bad water is a serious problem and the Waterboy is your answer. Make the change this spring to have fresh-tasting water from every tap. Superior's water from every tap. It's a whole house system in a snap. and AM 1170, The Answer. This is Brad Dacus, guest hosting for the Andrea K Show, and we've got some, uh, like I said, some really uh, interesting, exciting topics we're going to cover today. Uh, You're definitely not going to want to miss any of it. Uh, First, you know, I want to talk about the Christian boarding school. I know we were going to talk about the uh, the Border Patrol and what's happening, the obscene things taking place there. We're going to talk about that just a little later. But first, I have with us right now on the phone our chief counsel attorney for the Pacific Justice Institute, Kevin Snyder. Uh, Kevin, welcome to the program. Good to be with you. Oh, now, Kevin, uh, we've got something outrageous, outrageous taking place in Northern California involving a Christian boarding school. The It's called Riverview a Christian Academy, I believe, and it's a, a school that is there that parents choose for their kids. It's a boarding school. Uh, they they love their kids. They want their kids to have the love, the nurturing, the academic support. It has a, a great rating, a great track record. It's been around a long time. And then something dastardly happened to it. And I want you to describe what took place because many in the audience, frankly, are not going to believe it. What what happened, Kevin? On January 18th of this year, uh, I received a, a call from the head of the school informing me that uh, 17 investigators, along with 16 California Highway Patrol officers and two canine units, had appeared unannounced at their campus with a, a search warrant. This is a very, very broad search warrant. It was a FBI-style search warrant that had kickdown orders. So they could, so if a, a room or a door was, was locked, they could knock it down. And they went in, and they, uh, based on outrageous, um, preposterous claims by the California Department of Social Services uh, to a court, were able to secure this warrant. And uh, they interrogated the students, and I told the uh, the staff, uh, "Don't talk to these uh, investigators because you have a, a criminal uh, warrant with armed police officers. It'd be completely preposterous to talk to them." Yeah, so it's it's shocking that this would happen. Now, a lot of people are scratching their heads, saying, "Okay, wait a minute. There there has to be something, some justification." My understanding, Kevin, is that the only thing that they had to reference was a left-wing tabloid article about about 10 years ago, like BuzzFeed had something on it from someone who said some bad things about them, and Department of Social Services took that, ran with it, got a warrant to come in and traumatize uh, this entire school with, once again, not just... An investigator, 
But I, I see here 16 armed law enforcement from the California Highway Patrol, CHP, two canine units, and 17 social workers. That's all they had, though, right, Kevin? I mean, they didn't have some eyewitness testimony of something hideous taking place. No, they had no uh, eyewitness or firsthand information whatsoever. What they had was an was a article that appeared on an Internet tabloid, which interviewed students from more than 10 years ago, some disgruntled students. And uh, based on that, uh, they went forward uh, and presented that as, as something current uh, to the court. Yeah, and I, I have to say, considering you have a, a Christian boarding school where the kids that go there are just about all of them disgruntled, <laughs> that's why they're why they go there. I can see you're going to have, you know, some with you know who, uh, for whatever reason, don't don't seem to, to leave with a smile on their face necessarily. But overwhelmingly, it has a great reputation. Uh, kids who've, who've graduated have given very high reviews for this wonderful Christian academy. Okay, so they they came in with the, the CHP Department of Social Services, the state of California is pushing this. They came in, they found nothing. What happened next? Did they apologize and give a, a big box of candy to everyone that they had they traumatized? Or what, what happened? Uh, what they did was they went and uh, put in, sent them a notice of, of noncompliance. In other words, saying you don't have a license with us, and therefore we're going to – if you don't get a license with us, they threatened them with a fine of $200 a day in, in criminal prosecution. And uh, the school's position – is that they do not need to have – they don't come under the jurisdiction of the Department of Social Services. This is a Christian school. And uh, so uh, – and one of the reasons is that a Christian school uh, holds Christian values, and licensing requires certain things that are uh, a direct threat, a direct contradiction to the teachings of the school, so they cannot uh, get licensed. Now, Kevin – Tell us what those things are, because I think a lot of the people in the audience are going to be surprised to hear what the state of California Department of Social Services would mandate and push and upon this Christian boarding school as a condition for their continued existence in the state of California. What are their requirements? First, as they have a condition that requires students have certain rights, and those rights are uh, the ability to have spiritual exploration. And what does that mean? The regulation actually says that the, that the students have the right to attend religious services, activities, and have spiritual advisors of their choice. This is not – when one goes sends their kid to a parochial school or some other school, you expect them to have chapel services and, and the worldview of that, of that faith. Yeah, that's what the parents and, are uh, paying for. So that's what the parents Absolutely. are. Why the parents chose that school. So, but it gets worse than that than just the spiritual exploration. It also gets into sexual exploration, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, so the students can can explore have a right under the under the law to um, uh, engage in sexual preference exploration. And of course, the uh, the school's view is that. Um, that uh, sexual activities are confined. One, they don't want it between students at all. Uh, two is that sexual activities are are uh, confined to between a man and a woman who are married to one another. 
Right. And I don't think any parent would want to have a phone call from a Christian boarding school telling them that their 14-year-old daughter uh, has gotten pregnant and there's nothing they could do about it because of the California Department of Social Services mandated that they uh, allow this kind of conduct. Uh, I don't think parents would want that, much less, oh, yeah, your child uh, has been engaging in uh, sexual activity with the, the same sex or opposite sex. Yet that is what, folks, that is what the state of California's Department of Social Services is saying that this school must allow, and it's because they must be licensed with the California Department of Social Services. Now, right now, this school, this boarding school, like other Christian schools, like boarding schools, is licensed with the Department, California Department of Education, correct? That's right. So they're they're meeting the reasonable requirements of a private Christian school in the state of California. What is it? Why is it that this Department of Social Services thinks that they can get away with this this mandate? What what how are they trying to to, to justify this? They the, the the fundamental issue is that uh, in dealing with troubled teens, the state believes it should have a monopoly on that issue on dealing with those types of uh, situations. Christians have a different worldview and approach these things in a different manner. And so the Department of Social Services, the state of California, is determined to take over and usurp uh, the, the place of religious institutions on these issues. Now, Kevin, what are we doing at the Pacific Justice? For those of you just turned in, tuned in, this is Brad Dacus. I'm guest hosting for the Andrea K. Show. Uh, I'm talking to our chief counsel attorney, Kevin Snyder, about a boarding school, Christian boarding school, that's attempted to be shut down. Real quick, what are we at Pacific Justice Institute doing on behalf of this school and on behalf of the parents? Uh, we have put in significant time and resources in helping this school. We're in uh, litigation in federal court and in state court and in what's called an administrative uh, proceeding. So right now, essentially three uh, hotly contested um, adversarial proceedings against the state of California. Let me tell you about their administrative proceedings, how unfair it is. They uh, allow uh, the, uh, the Law enforcement is the Department of Social Services. The prosecutor is the Department of Social Services. And the appeal rights are to the Department of Social Services, sometimes to the same person who took all three roles. To the same person. Yeah, that's... Yeah, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, that's really... Uh, uh, this, this is government, folks. Uh, this is the state of California. Uh, you know, you want to look at tyranny... Just look at government. Uh, you know, I, I'll have to tell you, we also defend uh, people of faith who are wrongfully terminated and fired from their job, like a, there's a professor who was fired from his job. Uh, we, we won. We got his job back. He was wrongfully fired from very intolerant, uh, uh, radical leftists at the Moreno Valley Community College. Uh, the, rea- the fact is, though, that a lot of our cases, most of our cases are not dealing with the private sector. They're dealing with the government trying to in- impose their ideology at the expense of everyone else's civil rights and civil liberties. Uh, Kevin, uh, how dire is this? What's on the line with regard to this Christian, private Christian boarding school as we look forward, there's, as we look for, to, to two, the future? There are two things. One is is the uh, the school is in in very difficult situation. They're being fined $200 a day. Uh, they were fined that uh, actually for, for several months. 
tomorrow they'll be fine through the weekend and on in perpetuity unless we're able to stop this. So they're, they are in a existential, it's a, it is an existential threat uh, to the school. What is also at stake is uh, liberty interests of religious institutions throughout the state. Uh, and that, as you said, we are facing the tyranny of an administrative state. Uh, it's frightening. They do not care about the Bill of Rights or the Constitution. That is something that is that is a uh, that they have to try to get around. And that's uh, their their attitude on this is uh, is frightening. Yeah, it really is. Uh, so we're looking at private Christian schools. We're looking at uh, other institutions that they could attack because they're they're really attacking the fundamental right of parents over the education and upbringing of their children to be able to make that decision. And if the government has their way in the state of California, Christian boarding schools will not be an option. There will only be one option, and that is something very hideous and dark in the minds of the overwhelming majority of California parents. And by the way, we're, folks, we're also we're talking about kids who already are dealing with, with something. We're probably going through something, some kind of issue, some kind of problem. So they need more than anyone, they need this kind of loving, nurturing, kind of a Christian homeschooling envi- or boarding school environment. But even, frankly, homeschoolers could be threatened, too, uh, down, down the road if we're looking at parental rights. Kevin, uh, I, I appreciate the work that you're doing. And, folks, if you want to, uh, to help us in this work, uh, I encourage you to go to our website, pacificjustice.org. Uh, first, you can download to get our Legal Insider newsletter, our Legal Insider newsletter. It's right there on the front page. And you'll get an update every week on this and other cases. Also, if you'd like to support the work of the Pacific Justice Institute, this is how we, this is where we get our ammunitions from, from mom and dads, grandmas and grandpas out there listening to this program uh, that decide to get involved and help support our work. And the kind of cases we do, um, the kind of case we're involved in, which includes uh, this uh, defense of a wonderful private Christian boarding school, Riverview Christian Academy in Northern California. Uh, so, folks... Now's not the time to sit on the bench. Now's the time to get active and be involved and be updated. Uh, this is Brad Dacus, guest hosting for The Andrea K Show. When we get back, we're going to talk about something obscene happening at the Border Patrol right after this. AM 1170, The Answer. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Arias offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. Your life is an important one. Here at The Answer San Diego, we want to hear how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our programs and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities and challenges. And every day, it's our wish that what you hear on this station positively affects you and your family. 
We may be your main source of much-needed information, or we may provide you a perspective about the world that's truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we love for you to tell us about it. Here's what we want you to do. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com and type in the keyword story for all the details. Then record a video message and share your story with us. For sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of a $1,000 gift card. So share your story today. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword story. There might be danger lurking inside your electrical panel, and you might not even know it. Hi, I'm Romo, field manager at ER Electric. In the last 20 years of working in the field, I've met many homeowners unaware of the potential hazards that exist in their electrical system. A simple electrical panel inspection tune-up can be the solution to save you a lot of trouble, inconvenience, and money. Don't risk putting your family and house in danger. If you're experiencing flickering or dimming lights, partial power, or high electrical bills, you could have an outdated electrical system. ER Electric is offering you a free electrical panel tune-up up inspection when you call us at 858-877-8229 call us now and schedule your appointment and i will personally take your call 858-877-8229 at er electric we put the safety of your family and home ahead of profits call now 858-877-8229 or visit erelectricsd.com This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. With economic commentator Steve Moore out of the running for Fed, President Trump has turned to another option, announcing his intent to appoint economist Judy Shelton. Dr. Shelton is a superb choice. Years ago, Shelton was one of the very few analysts to predict the fall of the Soviet Union long before it happened. Her conservative commitments are rock solid, having directed the Sound Money Project at the Atlas Foundation. Just last year, she was successful in getting Senate confirmation as the U.S. Director of the European Bank for Reconstruction and Development. So she's already been thoroughly vetted and would likely prevail in the confirmation process. The stakes for the global economy have never been higher. We need a new voice at the Fed who can be a solid vote for the protection of monetary stability and who can handle herself at the table with the big boys. Judy Shelton will do well. She should be confirmed. I'm Jerry Boyer. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. FM 96.1 North County. And AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Welcome back. This is Brad Dacus, guest hosting for the Andrea K Show. And we're going to talk now about something that is happening with Border Patrol that is obscene. Obscene. Uh, what we're talking about here is an individual who wants to be able to work for the government and wants to be able to not have to undress and be naked in front of the opposite sex as a precondition. Yes, that's right. Uh, to talk with us more about this, we have with us on the line uh, an attorney, one of our attorneys at the Pacific Justice Institute, uh, Michael Peffer. Michael, welcome to the program. Thanks, Brad. Nice to be here. Yeah. Now, for those of you who just joined us, uh, the Pacific Justice Institute is a nonprofit 501c3 legal defense organization. We handle more case matters on the West Coast, defending religious freedom, parents' rights, the sanctity of human life, than any other legal organization in the country, bar none. We have over five offices in California. 
We have one in the state of Washington, one in the state of Oregon. And we really work hard uh, to make sure no one is ever left on the side of the road, which is another uh, point of, of a major uh, uniqueness, if you will, about the Pacific Justice Institute. Uh, we don't just cherry pick high profile cases. We're very unique. We work hard to make sure that everyone gets help. So if you have any difficulties, you have issues that, uh, that are bothering you, we deal with religious freedom, parents' rights, sanctity of human life, these kind of basic fundamental issues of, of civil liberties, give us a call. Contact us at the Pacific Justice Institute. You can also go to our website, pacificjustice.org, pacificjustice.org, where you can also sign up to get our Legal Insider newsletter, as well as become a one-time or monthly regular supporter and of the Pacific Justice Institute. Your financial support as well as your prayerful support is very, very much appreciated. Now, Michael, thank you for waiting. Uh, You're involved in this case that is so shocking because so many of us already have our hearts out, you know, in uh, compassion to the Border Patrol agents who have been attacked uh, from south of the border. They've been attacked from the left. They've been attacked from, uh, you know, all kinds of sources of false information. You know, they're not given the kind of support and the respect that they deserve as a given. But now this is taken to a new level when we're talking about a particular Border Patrol agent, a female, who discovered that she also has to give up her privacy in order to work for the Border Patrol. Tell us what happened. Yes, Brad. Um, we we our our client. Uh, her name is Kimberly Kristoff. Our client is uh, has been with the Border Patrol for uh, almost eleven years, and uh, she has worked out of uh, a, a, a given office. Which I'd rather not talk about which office because I don't want to you know uh, I don't want to make it any more difficult for border agents. But she has worked out of this office for quite some time, and uh, at some point in the last couple of years, probably two years ago this started, uh, she was informed, as were all of the um, uh, female agents, that um, a, a man who is dealing with uh, gender dysphoria, and, and we, we've PGI has taken the position of compassion towards those folks too. They're they're dealing with tough issues, right? Um, but uh, what happened was is that at one point um, it was decided that instead of staying in a, they had made an accommodation for him uh, to be private and to be able to deal with his uh, his position in life, right? Like a private place decided- to change and and to to dress and 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 be there and be accommodated very reasonably, I think, but that wasn't good enough for him. What happened? No, no. He instead wanted to change inside the women's uh, uh, locker room. And um, when he did, he made quite a, a, you know, a show of it that, listen, this is, I don't have to be private in here. You know, I get to be the person who is, um, you know, I, I, I'm dealing, I'm a woman and that's the way it has to be. And I, I may not be giving exact quotes, but it was that kind of in-your-face uh, mentality. Yeah, it's sort of the uh, yeah. I'm in a I'm in a shower with a curtain open uh, attitude. That's right. And I understand that's yes. that's yeah. So this is you know it's not someone who's like golly gee just please accommodate me. No, he was accommodated, and that wasn't good enough. Uh, he is a hundred percent biological 
male. He is a man. And for people who may not be aware of this, transgender persons, uh, even though those who have, you know, they have an actual gender identity dysphoria. It's a mental condition. Okay. It's not a, it's nothing, uh, you know, it's nothing dealing with the, the genetics. It's not dealing with uh, a birth abnormality. Uh, what we're talking here is about uh, someone with gender identity dysphoria. The majority of these individuals, and people don't realize this, they are still sexually turned on by the opposite biological sex. So he is insisting, uh, now he, you know, wears, he wears nail polish and, uh, you know, has some things about you know about him to portray a, a feminine side, but he's a hundred percent male. Every cell in his body is in total unanimous agreement. His DNA as to who he is. Uh, he is his body in terms of his organs, in terms of what he has, what he look. That is still a male, and he is there violating her rights. I understand, Michael, that she is having to change in the parking lot of the Border Patrol office in order to be able to work there so she's not stared at or looked at by anyone and having her privacy violated. What are we What are we at Pacific Justice Institute doing? We have just a couple of minutes left. Okay. I just, uh, well, what we have now filed a lawsuit. We filed it um, uh, two weeks ago. And uh, we're going to start this process. We did try to get them to uh, give our client a an accommodation, much like they gave this uh, man. And uh, and so we are now having to litigate it because they, the border patrol said that uh, it's it's she was not it was not necessary to accommodate her religious views that she's not to be unclothed in front of a man who is not her spouse. Wow, she is so unreasonable. Uh, right. I, mean, I mean, can you believe that? And this is the U.S. Border Patrol. Folks, we at the Pacific Justice Institute have had to file this lawsuit, uh, in, and we're representing her. Michael Peffer is the attorney on staff for Pacific PJI that's uh, handling this case. Uh, Michael, I, I see a, a tremendous positive in this case that if we win, and say it even goes to the Supreme Court, this could be an incredible case law precedent protecting uh, not just people working for Border Patrol, but actually protecting the, the privacy rights of 13, 14-year-old girls in public school locker rooms that every day have their privacy threatened by a teenage boy possibly coming in under the pretext of having gender identity dysphoria or, or confusion. I think this is a very major case, and I, I think people should keep a, uh, be on on. Uh, on on point, they should be keep up with this. Uh, any last thoughts? Yeah, we we uh, we covet your prayers. Uh, I want to be clear that I don't know what his, this man's condition is at this point because our client has had to dress in the parking lot now for uh, going on uh, two years. So um, this is a very difficult situation, and um, and we're going to pursue it right. as far as it can go. Yeah, no one working for the United States government should ever have as a condition of that to have to change their clothes in a parking lot or risk exposing their naked body to the opposite sex on a daily basis. Ay, ay, ay. This is, Michael, thank you for the work you're doing. And once again, I encourage you, if you want to keep up with the work of Pacific Justice or support our work uh, or get any of our free resources, including workplace resources, 
uh, go to our website, pacificjustice.org. That's pacificjustice.org. Michael, thank you very much. Keep up the great work. Thank you. This is Brad Dacus, guest hosting for The Andrea K Show. We'll be right back to talk about a pastor who's been criminally prosecuted because of something involving the Drag Queen Story Hour. You'll hear it right back, right after this. AM 1170, The Answer. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney, Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. The Fed announced that they won't be raising rates until at least 2020. So we're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right. We're back in the threes. Now's the right time to get you into the threes on a 30-year fixed mortgage. Ken Tyler here, president of Right Choice Mortgage, a privately owned direct lender. We stand out in the mortgage business. We've created products that nobody else has, like mortgages for the self-employed starting in the threes. Have you recently filed a bankruptcy, short sale, or foreclosure? Even if you're one day out, we have mortgages starting in the threes. Or how about getting cash out on your investment property so you can buy another one, starting in the fours? Specialty loans go all the way up to $25 million, so bring them big and small. My top agent, Sergio, is standing by at 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND. Make the right choice. We'll get you what you need. Let's update your mortgage today at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Retroid Mortgage is licensed by the VRE 01943736 and NLS 123253 and is an equal opportunity lender. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps. Touch the western wall. Sail on the Sea of Galilee. Pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join the Stand with Israel Tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Bill Holland with The Answer on Wall Street. Stocks in broadly higher after posting new interday and closing at record highs, even with the Dow lagging as it digests the heavily weighted selling in Boeing and a few others like Caterpillar. A one-point decline in Boeing, for example, cost the Dow about seven and a half points. So the 100-point decline since March has taken the Dow Industrial Average down over 750 points. 
That's why the non-weighted S&P 500 is a much better measure of the market. Both the S&P and the NASDAQ closed at record levels today. The economy continues to disappoint the wrong again bears. Could it be that Chicken Little favors the Democrats? And the second quarter GDP grew by a better than expected 2.1%. While corporate profits up 3.5% and so far 75% were better than expected. Google, McDonald's, Intel, Starbucks all led the parade today. And Warren Buffett confirms he now owns 10% of the Bank of America. Bill Holland with the answer of the day on Wall Street. FM 96.1 North County. And AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. This is Brad Dacus, guest hosting for the Andrea K Show. And today we're going to be now talking to uh, one of our attorneys up in the city of Seattle, Washington. Uh, we at Pacific Justice Institute opened this office about a year ago. And uh, Jorge Ramos, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, Jorge, you've got a case up there in the state of Washington. Actually, it's in Spokane that uh, many people I know are going to want to hear about. It's involving a pastor that uh, is being criminally prosecuted. Why is he being criminally prosecuted? Give us a rundown. Sure. Uh, first off, uh, let me premise my statements by saying that uh, Jesus made it a point to love children, and I want to premise these statements by saying that this was all about the children for our client. Uh, and, and another point is that this was not done at a theater or a college, but at a public library. So what happened here is my past, the pastor from Spokane went to the library to observe. He wanted to see what you know the people in his city were going to be exposed to, but especially children. Yes. When he arrived, yeah, when he arrived, there was a row of about eight police officers, and they were essentially acting as bouncers. They were saying, if you are pro-LGBTQ, you can stay on this side, the library's property. If you are not, you need to get across the street, and we've we've arranged for you to have a little protest section over there, wait, which was very... Wait, wait a minute. I want to make yeah. sure I get, I get this. Yeah. So the library is open for people to use and to walk in and, and to check out books. Uh, this is this story hour, Drag Queen Story Hour, is yeah, using one room in this uh, library, and that's a public event. It's open to the public. Uh, so this pastor was not... Uh, you know, yelling, wasn't screaming, didn't have a sign uh, saying something offensive. He was just there to observe. And yet, because they said, oh, you, you don't, do you agree with this, what they're doing? Well, then, uh, then you can't be here. You have to leave. You have to go on the other side of the street. Even though he wasn't creating any ruckus, no commotion, no threats to anyone, simply because of what he believed he was going to be deprived the ability to be um, to watch, just like the children, to watch what this drag queen was going to read uh, to these to these little children. Is is that's that's a correct assessment, right? Yes, Brad. I mean, the freedom of speech include, includes the freedom to hear, and he was not even given that. He he was not even allowed to walk into the library. He was stopped, you know, outside by the street, so he didn't even make it to the little sidewalk by the library. I mean, this was an extreme measure, even to paint the picture more clear for you. There was a SWAT officer on top of the roof. Uh, clearly, the police were not in control of the situation. Wait a second. They, just, they, they, had a, they had SWAT officers, it's like snipers, on the roof. And they weren't there to harass the drag queens, which I don't think they should be harassed. 
but they were there because of the the people of faith that they thought that I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. I, I don't I don't think that that the people who were who were objecting to it were any kind of a, of, a, of a threat that they need to have SWAT teams on roofs with uh, you know sni- sniper guns pointed. I, I think that's way overboard, and uh, and yet they also went overboard on how they treated this pastor. Uh, I understand that we actually have the pastor on the line, Pastor uh, Afshin uh, of New Covenant Baptist Church in Spokane, Washington. Uh, Pastor Afshin, welcome to the program. Hey, Mr. Jacobs. Good to speak to you again. Yes. Now, Pastor, uh, I've talked to you before. You're you're a nice guy. You You care about the kids, and you are very polite to the police officers. When they told you that you had to, though, you had to to go to the other side of the street simply because when they asked you, do you believe in this? And you said, no, I, I, I don't agree with it. What happened then? Yeah, well, the, the first thing was that they were trying to, as you mentioned, they were trying to classify me as a protester. And this is far, this goes far beyond politics to me. I was simply trying to act out my vocation as a pastor, as a minister, and to go inside of the library and simply be a presence for those kids, to be the light, as, as Jesus has called us to be, uh, to pray for the kids, maybe if I had an opportunity to just tell them that Jesus loves them, just something very simple without being disruptive. And I was told that if I did not move clear across the street, far removed from the event where I would be completely ineffective, that I would be uh, immediately arrested on the spot. And that's exactly what ended up happening. Right. Now, when they arrested you, uh, they confined you for about three hours, I understand, in the patrol car. It's like a mini jail, right? It's a a mobile uh, prison unit, as as I believe they call it. It's just a temporary cell. It's, uh, you know, in the back of a like a police van. Um, So they was handcuffed and chained inside of that unit uh, for about, yeah, about three hours or so before they transported me to the county jail and then, you know, booked me in there. Right. Now, they haven't dropped the charges, have they? They have not. And I think, you know, um, they're used to maybe people just going along with it. And we're, you know, we're standing our ground as I did that day on the First Amendment and freedom. You know, that's what this is really about is, is liberty. Right. You know? yeah. And so we're just standing our ground. Right. You know, what really bothers me about this, I, I believe we should have a free society. And if individuals, whether they're drag queens or whoever they are, want to... Uh, express themselves, they should have the freedom to express themselves. But what really bothers me is when you have the government in a public library not being neutral, in fact, not being neutral, exclamation mark, being harassing, grotesquely harassing and threatening simply because people don't agree or have concerns about what the little children are going to be exposed to when the drag queens come in uh, read them the story that the drag queens feel the children should hear. I, I I just really have a problem with that from a civil liberties perspective, and I think most parents would too. Uh, you know, what if what if there's a parent out there, their child goes in there, and and uh, the parent wants to to listen to it, and but they also have identified that parent as someone who uh, is not uh, supportive of it, and 
and their, their child goes in. I mean, I just see a lot of problems with that when the government goes becomes dogmatically in favor of a political agenda. And uh, I understand the things that they had on display uh, outside uh, was also ex- extremely um, concerning for for any reasonable parent for their children to be exposed to. We don't have time to get into that. Uh, Pastor, I appreciate you. I know we at Pacific Justice Institute have committed to represent you and uh, are going to work hard in this this case. You know, folks, we have so many that we are defending who are being criminally prosecuted simply for living their faith and sharing their faith publicly. If you want more information about the Pacific Justice Institute, the cases we're handling, uh, go to our website. You can sign up to get our free Legal Insider it's simply pacificjustice.org. That's uh, pacificjustice.org. Once again, this is Brad Dacus, guest hosting for The Andrea K Show. Have a great weekend. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.